Hey everybody, Common Sense American here. There's all kinds of stuff in the news I suppose I could talk about. Creepy Joe Biden is getting plenty of headlines. Um, but, you know, I, I don't really care that much about it, frankly. I'm just sick and tired of this twisted dysfunctional behavior that keeps coming from the left side. I, I, and I know it exists on all sides, but I, for whatever reason, it just seems to keep emanating from the Democrats. And honestly, I don't know a whole lot about it. I haven't looked into the stories. I haven't seen the footage of what Biden has done or is accused of doing. I, I don't really want to. I'm, I'm very much tired of that sort of news. It's also good news, though, to see the unplanned movie doing well. I, I think that's something important. And whether you're pro-choice or pro-life, I think it's important to see because we should be looking at all sides of an issue, which I know liberals hate to do. Uh, and that leads me, of course, to one of my recent podcasts is the number one difference between liberals and conservatives. Uh, take a listen if you haven't already. I think you'll agree with what my answer is. But I think what I want to focus on today is not current news, but future news. And that future news is very simple. Donald Trump will be reelected in 2020. And I don't say that because of what he has done or what he is going to do. I'm not saying that what he has done isn't impressive, and I'm not saying that what he will do isn't impressive. What I'm saying is it won't matter, or won't matter very much. I suppose if he completely botches the immigration issue and really there is no movement on a wall or no visible change to our immigration crisis, and that's exactly what it is, if there is no change to our busted healthcare system, uh, if the economy is maybe sluggish around the time of, you know, the, the, the elections. These are all things that could hurt him. However, again, let me be clear. Trump is going to win, not because of what he's going to do, but because of what Democrats refuse to do. And what Democrats refuse to do, and I touched, touched on this in my most popular podcast, which is why Democrats are really on the brink of disaster, why they're just riding the ragged edge of some sort of awful fall. And the reason for that is that they are incapable of compromising, incapable of listening to any other viewpoint that's not their own, and their obsession with obstructing Trump, their obstructionist obsession is hurting them, and they don't seem to get this. We can't look at these people as elected officials and say that they're doing something for America. Even if we don't agree with it, we should at least be able to point to something that they're actually doing. I don't see what they're doing. Aside from just desperately attempting to stop Trump and whatever he tries to do, I don't know what they're doing. They're only making a stand and saying, oh, there's no, you know, there's no immigration crisis or there's, there's you know, Affordable Health Care Act and Obamacare is just fine. They're saying these things because Trump is going after them. They're not trying to fix the issue. And that's really the key here. That is really the key. Trump is going to win 2020. And mark my words, he is going to win 2020. Because instead of heeding this call to reform, which is really what the Trump election was, Trump was elected, and, and I, I have to say, even though I believe that he is doing good things, I, I don't believe 
that the majority of people voted for him simply because they thought he would be a good president. I think they were also voting for him, perhaps the majority voting for him, because they just could not stand Democrat rule any longer. And Hillary Clinton was not a viable option. It just wasn't. She would have been a nightmare. And I think a lot of people, even Democrats, knew that. The bottom line is most people running on a Republican uh, you know, stance for 2016 probably could have won that election. Trump, and Trump was also very transparent. He was very clear in what he was saying, which is another thing we had been lacking for a very long time. Throughout the Obama administration, we couldn't believe a word this guy said. At first, I thought we sort of could. But as time went on, we started to see the cover-ups. We started to hear about the corruption. We started to hear about, you know, how the fact that no matter what he said, we sort of had questions. And it got worse and worse and worse. He was not a transparent president, despite his claims that he would be exactly that. And no Democrats are proving to be transparent. In fact, they're proving to be quite the opposite. So because we haven't had that, because we haven't had that transparency, because we haven't had that level of go, 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 that conservative viewpoint that says America has to get moving again. And that is really what Trump stood for. And it's a big reason why he won by a landslide. And he's going to win again because Democrats did not learn from this lesson. They should have seen that again, as a call to reform, they should have realized that they had been pushing the envelope too far and that this was pushback against that agenda. That is what the Trump election was. That was the majority of the country saying, we're, we're tired of this. We get that certain things needed to change in this country. We understand that. And Democrats have been working on that for four decades or more. However, we have now gone simply too far. And the bottom line is we can't afford to keep going down that crazy route. And that's why we're putting Trump in the White House. So what do Democrats do in response to this? Do they step back and reevaluate and say, well, maybe there's something to that? It seems that the people are not responding well because we're becoming, you know, maybe too extreme. We're going too far left on just about every topic under the sun. Okay? But that's not what happened, is it? Instead, instead, they did exactly the wrong thing to keep their party healthy and alive. They did the wrong thing. They doubled down. In response to this, they just got more extreme. And you're seeing that in the Democrat docket for 2020. You're seeing that in the Bernie Sanders and the Beto O'Rourke's and the Kamala Harris. And you're seeing this more and more and more as to the level of extremity the extremes that Democrats are willing to go to, and they are just not backing down. They are going so far left now that it almost seems as if they were moderate during the Obama era. They've gone so far out in left field. It's hard to believe anything they're saying. When, when Trump says we have an immigration problem, we have a crisis, and border authorities all across the southern border are all screaming the same thing, which is, yes, this is a crisis. Yes, we have a problem, and it needs to be addressed immediately, or we're in big trouble. So what do Democrats do? They could just say, well, okay, maybe we do have a problem. Maybe we do need immigration reform. It's not as bad as, as Trump and the conservatives are saying. Uh, we should, you know, look at this in a different light. We shouldn't be so alarmist and jumping to conclusions and all that. They could go that route, but they don't. 
They flat out just say, no, there's no problem. There's no issue. There's no issue at all at the border. This is way too far. It's, it's so stupid to say. And there's so much evidence in terms of footage, in terms of news, in terms of quotes from border authorities, in terms of statistics from the Department of Homeland Security. There is so much out there that says this is a problem. You can't just stand there in front of people, in front of America, and say, no, there's no immigration crisis, that this is somehow manufactured. You can't do that. There's simply too much evidence to the contrary. And when you say things like that, the public starts to believe that, yet there is an agenda on your side. There is a narrative. You're only saying the extreme opposite of what Trump is saying because of obstruction, because you want to stop him, because you want to be on the exact opposite end of the spectrum. You just can't be grown up enough. You can't be mature enough to concede that there is a problem, that he is at least partially right, and you can't even talk about it. During the shutdown, Trump could not get any Democrats to talk about this. And again, this goes back to my... Uh, podcast is the biggest difference between conservatives and liberals. One side is willing to talk, one side is not. That's how it's coming across because the gap between the two parties is so huge. And it is because Democrats are doubling down and becoming more extreme when they needed to step back, observe, and see what America is actually saying. Rather than doing that, they're becoming even more out of touch. Starting to believe and trying to tell everybody in the country that the only people who matter, apparently, live in California and New York, and maybe parts of Oregon, which is why, of course, they want to get rid of the Electoral College. And in the process, they're shooting themselves in the foot. By the time we get to 2020, at this rate, at this rate, they are going to be so far extreme that nobody in their right mind will vote for whoever they nominate to run for president. They can't do it. No one can. They, they've gone so far. It's, you know, we're talking, like the abortion, the unplanned movie's out. That is a very, very key issue for a lot of people. For a lot of people in this country. And there are, again, there's sliding scales on both sides. But what do Democrats do? They start passing laws about third trimester abortions, killing unborn babies right up to the moment of birth. You know, they're not making any concessions they're not saying, well, yes, this is a human life. Maybe we should consider it as such or at least have an argument as to why it's human life. No. Forget all that. Forget the, the idea that a fetus that's simply inside the womb is not alive and just kill it. And here's the reason why. And by the way, it has nothing to do with women's health or women's rights. I made that very clear in a podcast where I, you know, revealed the reason why liberals love to kill unborn babies. There's a reason for it. Check it out if you haven't heard it already. They don't like that I figured out their dirty little secret and said it publicly, but I did, and I'm going to. It's why I'm saying this, too. I'm saying this, that Democrats are not learning. They seem incapable of learning. They seem incapable of fixing themselves. Now, let me pause here for a minute and say that I have not decided who I am going to vote for in 2020. I, Of course, I, I am leaning towards Trump, again, just because Democrats are so, going so insane, that I can't, it, it definitely won't be Democrat, let me put it that way. I know I won't vote that. I, I may have to go independent. Again, I'm becoming more and more libertarian as time goes on. Um, and I really have to see what Trump does during his, uh, the second half of his first term here. I really need to see great strides taken, especially in the illegal immigration area. It is such a massive problem 
financially, uh, stability-wise, crime-wise. It, it's too big of a problem to ignore, and we need to make significant strides. Whether that includes a wall or not, and I've said this before, it may or may not include a wall. I think it probably should. But regardless of how it happens, we need that enhanced border security. We cannot have tens of thousands of people just showing up and just flooding across our doorstep. We can't have that happen, especially when, especially when the majority of those people are largely unskilled and people we're just going to have to take care of. We can't keep doing it, okay? You can't have 60 plus percent of illegal immigrants getting welfare or government assistance of some kind. I don't even know how they can get it. How the heck can an illegal get government funds, taxpayer funds, when they're not even a citizen. I don't even understand how that's possible. Obviously, another broken part of our system. And we also can't have half, 50% of migrants, legal migrants in this country, are also getting some form of government assistance. What does this tell you? This is not, this is not indicative of a people coming here and working hard and and, and contributing to society. This is indicative of people who are coming here for free stuff. This is what we've been saying for many, many years. No, it is not racist. For the hundredth time, and I said this in my immigration podcast, which again was very popular because I think I just speak the obvious truth. It has nothing to do with racism. It's not just that they're coming from Central America or Mexico or I'm against that race or ethnicity, whatever. You know, it, they could be coming from anywhere. They could be coming from the Sudan. They could be coming from Russia. They could be coming from Indonesia. They could be coming from Switzerland. I don't care. The quality of what we're getting is obvious. It's not very good. And the idea that we somehow need them for labor is baloney. We have a lot of people here, a lot of born Americans who are not working or working anywhere near as hard as they should. We need to get off our butts and start moving. Yeah, labor jobs, they're needed. And yes, we need to do them. It needs to happen. But the idea that the economy will come to some sort of ground, grinding halt just because the border is closed is just the biggest pile of bullcrap. What will happen is an immediate alleviation of stress on the system. All of a sudden, there will be millions, millions less going towards healthcare, caring for illegals who aren't supposed to be here. Welfare going to both illegals and legals, billions and billions of dollars. An alleviation of that stress is what will happen overnight, okay? But I, I, I got a little sidetracked here. My point is, Democrats can't keep saying that these things don't exist. You can't say there is no immigration crisis. There's nothing wrong at all. You can't say that. You can't say that, oh, we are pro-choice. In fact, we're so pro-choice, you can just kill a baby right up to the moment it's about to be born. I don't even know what that means. Just because you can't see it it's for about two seconds before it comes out, it's not alive. People are sick. And I have philosophical and you know various psychological um, points of interest on the abortion issue, and I don't really want to get into it. But the point is they've just become more and more extreme on every topic. Now it's Medicare for all. You know, it's, it's backing the socialist insanity. What's the most extreme thing we can do? We can go... We can switch the entire country from capitalism to socialism. We can do Medicare for all, which, by the way, will be an unmitigated disaster, even worse than Obamacare and the Affordable Health Care Act. And for one reason, that's because this country is in deplorable health condition. You cannot have the majority of people who are in bad enough condition that they have plenty of medical bills. You can't have 
people trying to care for everyone else when the majority of people are in poor medical condition. That is not going to work. That will not work. That will only work with a healthy populace. And it could work with a healthy populace, but we're nowhere near that. And they're not getting this. They're really not getting this. It's bad enough that I have to pay for people who, for self-inflicted health issues. And again, I don't really want to get into it, but we're talking about extremes here. Medicare for all is an extreme. Medicare for all, that's a, that it just, it's a massive extreme. Now we're talking social security for illegals. Not only do we say that there's no illegal immigration problem, but they want more sanctuary cities. They want to give illegals more rights. They want them to vote. They want to give them government IDs. In fact, some cities already have. They want to, now they want to give them social security. You gotta be kidding. What did they do to earn that? Did I miss a step? You can, we cannot be the welfare country for the rest of the world. And you're going further down that route. You're pushing that more and more and more. And you're you are distancing yourselves, Democrats, from the American populace. You can't claim to be the party of the people and be this far out of touch and be in trying to jam your narrative down your, their throats for the express purpose of slandering the sitting president. That's really all you're doing. You just want to stop him. You don't like him. That's all you're doing. You're acting like 10-year-olds, and it has to stop. Or we're going to get to 2020, and you're going to be so far gone, so far extreme, that again, nobody with half a functioning brain is going to trust you with any elected position. What you needed to do when Trump was elected, that was a warning sign. Maybe you missed it. The temper tantrums that you started pitching the instant he was elected, the conspiracy theories you started pushing, all of that proved to me just how immature and useless and dangerous a lot of you people are. You're not acting like elected officials and you haven't been since Trump was elected. You are not. Many of you are not. Identity politics is taking over. I did an entire podcast as to why Ilhan Omar should resign. It has nothing to do with her religion, race, or gender. It's because she's incompetent. She was elected on identity politics, and that's it. Most people who voted for her, could you, they could not name, they could not name even one or two things that she stands for outside of social justice. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, very similar. And again, an extreme situation. Social, the Green New Deal, extreme, which thankfully was shot down initially because it's so nuts, it can't work. And that's a perfect example. The Green New Deal died in the Senate unanimously because it's nuts. And you can't back nuts. We still have enough common sense in this country, I believe, enough intelligence and enough, you know, basically rational thought for the average citizen to know what insanity looks like. You think we can't recognize it, but we do. You're getting more and more disgusting. Hollywood getting more and more twisted, more dysfunctional, more and more out of touch with the common people as if they, it almost seems impossible they could be more out of touch than they could have been in the past, but wow, they're doing it. And this is what's happening. This is why Trump will win in 2020, because Democrats didn't learn. They didn't learn. And it's only getting worse, they're going backwards. And again, this has nothing to do with us. Trump could do just about anything for now. I mean, aside of a massive scandal, I think he's still good. I still want him to do great things, but he won't win just because of what he does. In fact, it may not matter at all. Democrats, you messed this up. I'm sorry, but you had a chance, and you only proved to us that you cannot be trusted. Plain and simple, and that's why Trump is a shoe in for 2020. 
Book it.